Hello, and welcome to Think Fit, Be Fit podcast, where we are dedicated to effective thinking for potent exercise. Our goal is to inspire self-led fitness with the principles of critical thinking, exercise science, and how to think outside of the box of pop fitness culture. My name is Jennifer Schwartz. I'm the hostess and creator of this podcast network. I believe that if we can look at the undertones of fitness, not only what we see on commercials or memes or even in pre-written programs, that we can gain a true physical education and be successful with our health and fitness goals for the long term. Please support this podcast by signing up for our newsletter at thinkfitbefitpodcast.com And of course, if you could leave us a review on what you've learned or why you want to share this with your friends and family on iTunes, I would be immensely grateful. And on the newsletter, we are inviting you to dive deeper with us and My co-host and I offer a unique view on muscles, strength, and portals to new ways to respect the body and health. Learning and enjoying the process is a buzzy term. We take learning seriously and want to take our listeners on that journey with us and through us. Extend your experience by checking out the links in the show notes and, of course, signing up for the newsletter. Today's interview is with my colleague in Missouri. His name is William McNeely. He is a mastery resistance training specialist and a gym owner. He uh, was so much fun to talk to and I really was able to think about a deeper connection to exercise and talk about it, which is one of my favorite things to do. I've been uh, a muscle activation technique specialist and studio owner for about a decade. And, you know, one of my main goals is helping people get out of some cycle of chronic pain, a repetitive injury, and introduce them to this type of strength training that is customized and that they can look at their body in terms of how how well it performs and what it feels like to actually feel good and move well. So, you know, I really wanted to have this conversation with him because the fitness industry has wrongly tried to convince us that checking off a list of exercises is the same as gaining and applying knowledge about forces. And it's just not. So since you're here, I know that you know that there's just something more to gain by thinking for yourself and seeing fitness in a more biological way, a more scientific way, and that it can be empowering to think this way. So this is one of my, I'd say an epitome of that conversation because we really talk about a connection to exercise that is spiritual and you know William is 
definitely that. He's written uh, several books. One of them, the latest one, is called Why You Should Exercise, Eat Healthy, and Die Anyway. And I think we really take this question uh, or statement and go into it with a universal view. And he's a, a godly man. He's a godly family man that writes with a really strong philosophical voice and lifts heavyweights in Uggs. So buckle up. This is a deep conversation. If you're a trainer, this episode will be an insight on balancing gym life and family life in a meaningful and spiritual way. Wow. Like if you're a trainer, you know that this is a rare conversation. (laughs) If you're an exercise enthusiast, this conversation will present something more than motivation in personal training. And the idea of hiring a personal trainer just to lose 10 pounds is cutting yourself short. If you are from my corner or our corner of the fitness world, you will enjoy how Jennifer, myself, and William indulge in the universal connection of oneness and physical strength and living, being in the beat of your own spirit and the spirit. It's just such a wonderful thing. I'm so... love. I'm just so excited about this conversation. But before we start, please check out our affiliates, which are Ruvi, R-U-V-I, and that is a high-performance drink that is just fruits and vegetables, all the fiber, no added gunk, no added sugar, no gluten, and Ruvi is a powdered drink, so it's freeze-dried fruits and vegetables in a packet, You just put it in water or sometimes I use a little bit of almond milk, shake it, and it's ready to go. No refrigeration needed. And you can check that out at ruvi.com slash impact your fitness. And ruvi, R-U-V-I, means the roots of life. These things are tasty and I find it very convenient to be able to get whole fruits and vegetables without uh, any added sugar or just, you know, it's just, it is what it is. It's very, very healthy and no nonsense, which is what we love around here at, at Think Fit, Be Fit podcast and at my studio, Impact Your Fitness. So check it out. Uh, we have a discount code for you on that site, ruvi.com slash impactyourfitness. We also have another discount for sports nutrition so ladder.sport to check out high quality sports nutrition so these are also supplements and this is from lebron james he was having muscle cramps and you know finally started to look at this on the nutritional side and decided that they needed to create their own line of sports nutrition they are nsf certified which is really the gold standard. Less than 1% of supplements achieve this. And Ladder has pre-workout, vegan protein, which I love. It's plant protein, chocolate flavor. They also have whey protein. They have a superfood greens. They have hydration. So go ahead, go over to ladder.sport. Use thinkfit10, sorry, BFIT10 for for your first purchase and sign up for the reoccurring subscription and you'll save even more. So 
Again, ladder.sport, be fit 10. Thank you so much for supporting the show, for listening to even a minute of it. We are just so grateful to have you guys along on this journey. I want to know what you're learning. And Fitness for Consumption wants to start a study club. So let us know what you guys want to learn at thinkfitbefit underscore podcast or fitness for consumption on Instagram and on Facebook. We're getting uh, a lot of new faces on there. So I've been going live on Facebook at Think Fit Be Fit Podcast. And where we spend the most time is actually on the newsletter. So make sure you sign up for that because there's always some juicy stuff in there that I really don't want to share on social media because some of them it's a you know might be about my personal workouts might be about stuff that I find out in the clinic and some of my deeper thoughts about how this type of exercise can really improve your life and how you can share it with your friends and family and and help everybody grow it's such a beautiful thing anyways thank you so much for listening and I can't wait to hear from you enjoy the show with William McNeely trying to teach our kids like the thought process of training and just being resilient and stuff like that but say Rambo just like he's just a baby but he'll be you know he'll be fine he doesn't really do anything he'll just crawl in the grass and it's like maybe it could be cold you know but like I was like sure my mom I was like you know what I think our bodies are designed to be like you know resilient and adaptable and just like say just like when you're a kid it just like you could be outside and it could be cold and you'll be fine you might even be shivering but it's like you'll still be playing and stuff like that until somebody like creates like an emotional response or conditions, you'd be like, oh, it's cold. You need to go get a sweater. And then it's like, you may be like, oh yeah, sure. And then it's like, I think so much of ours just get conditioned from like kind of variables that like, you know what? It just like, if we were to kind of keep on just um, whether it's cold, whether it's really hot, but being like thankful and like kind of having like a, just a different thought process for just like, okay, no matter what I'm doing, it just like, in some way, I am training my body, you know, just like, and, and all the benefits of that, you know, just immunity and whatnot, you know, mm. so just like, and it's kind of cool, like, because with kids, you can start when they're really little, and like, kind of, you know, teach them some of those things and lessons, so it's like, they can kind of have like that own thought process of just like, okay, how am I training myself right now, you know, especially, mm. you know, I, I think that's just, I don't know, it's really cool. Yeah, I mean, well, learning through your children is one of the, you know, one of the, a huge life gift, watching them learn, you know, watching them create their environment in a way, you know, yeah. that is, that's, that's a beautiful thing. Um, and um, yeah, I, I, I'm really excited to keep talking about all this stuff. Let's get into some of our favorite topics. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, I was very, I've been very attracted to the way that you share your vision. Um, oh, cool. From just like Instagram. And like, I've met so many wonderful people just through the three letters of RTS. Oh, yeah. So I'm not, uh, yeah. So I already have high expectations here. Okay. 
Um, <laughs> because so much of this podcast has revolved around the, that, that, that community. Um, and the series that I'm doing right now with you and a few other folks is looking at the toolbox. You know, um, we just came off of the podcast in, we just came off of this wonderful series of really examining what is functional, what is fitness mm. and what it meet, what are, what is an outcome? What is a process? Uh, what are the things that we actually want? So Dr. Paul Juris and Gregory Gordon broke that down oh, for yeah. the audience, us in um, six episodes so far. There's four more to go. And I think most, I think they're mostly interviews. Um, I have been, I, I am honored to be the, I guess, the, the messenger of all this stuff. They, they are people that, they are two people that have influenced me a lot. And yeah, I, awesome. yeah, they really are. And um, just the experience. And also there's a, there's a piece of me that's really getting a lot of satisfaction from examining fitness outside of, you know, the influencer culture and mm. social media culture. So reading your stuff, like just lots of, um, you know, lots of, lots of music goes off in my head. I'm like, yes, yes. Because like I too see the bigger picture when it comes to our physicality mm -hmm. um, and um, feeling connected and uh, sharing the gifts of this life. I, I just think there's a physical manifestation that isn't talked about much. So I would love it if you could... Uh, um, I guess introduce your approach and how you've how you want to um, share, you know, this within a Christianity context as mm -hmm. well. Um, I I was I was raised um, Jewish, and I, I've read some of your stuff. It looks like you know Hebrew. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I try um, to learn as much as I can. But. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, after um, the you know the ripe age of uh, baptism, and, uh, uh, you know when our when me and my brother were like thirteen and fourteen, the deal was with my mo my mother and her mother in law was okay. After this, they're gonna we're all gonna go to Unitarian mm. congregation. Mm -hmm. So I have this very rich background of what religion is and movement has become a part of that for me. Yeah. So I'm just so excited to kind of hear your slice. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, it's, um, for me, I kind of got on a, it was, it was maybe about a decade ago, I started to get really um, in my own life about being like, okay, I, I used to be a power lifter. So just like, and that's kind of, that was my sport, you know, just squatting, benching, deadlifting. And I did like my last competition when I was like 23. And after that, it's like, I was, I wasn't, I, I just planned, I was like, I'm not going to compete anymore, but I still like to train and I still like getting strong. And that's a, just a theme. It's been part of my life since I was 14, you know, just like learning from the iron, you know, and kind of having that thought process. So just like around 23 24 it's like I started thinking more of like 
how can I be even more holistic with what I'm doing? Because it's just like, really, what you do in the gym, getting stronger, carries over to other areas of your life. And I just want to be um, better and more consistent at like my thought process and thinking of just like, okay, not only am I getting stronger physically, but how can I get stronger spiritually, mentally, emotionally, you know? And from there, just like, I just started writing out my thought process and then want to share that with others. And, um, and at first it was just like, for me, it's just like, I'm more of a, I'm a thinker. I'm, I'm usually in my own head a lot and just like kind of chasing rabbit trails and trying to make just sense of things. So it just like, and that was one of the biggest things, just like, how do I make sense of like, okay, I'm, um, I believe God created the world and stuff like that. So just like, what does that mean? with like our own physicality and our bodies and just like kind of really just tracing that out and being like um, trying to go as deep as I, I could through that thought process. And it just like, for me, one of the biggest things that just like um, is I started to be like, okay, how do I even understand the human body? If, you know, if, if I believe God created it. So, and then I was like, well, first off, how do I understand words like that word, like understanding? Cause it's like the word understanding is kind of a, a word I think that can easily get glossed over because it just like say uh, in common English, you know, just like if I'm like, oh, I understand that or just like usually just means like, oh, I get you, man, or whatever. But I was just like, you know, it's just like I think it's one of those words that it's like there's a little more depth to it. So um, I remember one day I was writing on a piece of paper. It's like I wrote down the word understanding and uh, and I broke down the word and I saw like, OK, there's the word under and then there's the word standing. I was like, what does standing mean? So just like, I started to think about, um, okay, there's a lot of things that stand in this world, trees, water, people, anything. And just like, and those all stand for things, you know, whatnot. So it's like, everybody has a view of standing, you know, just like, how did the, how did the house I'm living in, how did it come to be? It has its own history or just like, how do, why do trees stand and grow fruit and do all that stuff in the way to do it? Just like, everybody has like some sort of like, um, way they view just like why something stands that's the simplest way to put it so when you understand something it's actually an act of humility where just like say if i'm trying to stand like this pen you know just like i can if i'm trying to understand it i can like hold it measure it weigh it um read the the logo on it and kind of try to be like and that's how you go through the process of understanding something it just like that um but it's like, it's also knowing that just like, well, I didn't create this thing to stand. It just like, it got here somehow or whatnot, you know? So what goes, so that's understanding. Now there's a thing called overstanding. So just like, overstanding is just like, okay, why, who created these things to stand? So just like, in that thought process, like, all right, God is the overstander and he created a world that stands and everything in it and stuff like that. And then just like we as humans and just like with our own, perception and the way we can examine things and just like we can understand everything around us that stands but just like in the end it's just like since understanding is an act of humility we also have to acknowledge it's just like well no matter what i didn't create anything of like what came to be it's just like i can rearrange the stuff that stands and make some cool stuff and it's like and that's what like the works as a human like you know is like we can rearrange like the original creation but it's like in the end it just like you have an ultimate overstander that 
and from that it just like that's where like we can as humans can understand and you know just like it's kind of with anything it just like with um with that thought process like some people have different views of what overstands reality there's like for some it's god for some it's like a kind of like just the world sort of evolved and and others it just like it's kind of just it just is what it is you know and it's like that's kind of what overstands your reality but you know just like that is something that i believe that just like all humans have to to accept by faith kind of and just like and from that point of view you know it's like that's where you can start to be like, like okay so say person a believes in you know that all right god is the creator he made the world and stuff like that um so my understanding comes from that so it just like when i look at the human body you know just like i'd be like okay so it's designed this way because of of this and you know you can start thinking through that thought process just like okay just like why why does it really seem that like our bodies can interact so well with creation and reality and just like a lot of it is like for me it's just like, i can say it's like because god made it so you know and everything like that and others may have a different way but it's like no matter what everybody has a similar thought process without i mean it's like everybody should write down their thought process when it comes to things like that but you know just like that's for me how to like stay consistent and like my own thinking and stuff like that so when i start thinking about like okay so our bodies are designed to be strong and useful for a reason because just like when i go outside it could be like man there's so many things it just like it seems like it just fits like the human body fits in the world around us. We could do some pretty cool things, you know? So just like from there, just like, you know, you can start thinking, all right, if uh, if our bodies were thriving and living as intended, what does that mean like for um, how we go about our own works, you know, just like, and our own will and stuff like that. So just like, I start, um, for me, just like exercise has always been like a consistent part of my life since I was about 14. So it's just like, when I start thinking about, um, okay, if I really want to be strong and useful and like, and kind of what, how am I developing my character by my works in the gym? And how's that carrying out to other areas of my life, you know? So just like, it all goes back to like that thought process. And just like, I think that's something that um, the whole understanding thing, it just like, it really does cause like some humility in one way or another. Cause just like, in the end, it just like, you have to respect like, okay, I got a cool body. And there's a lot of things that just like say my joints, my muscles, there's a lot of things that's like, I can never really know every iota about, but just like, I can understand that like, um, you know, my elbow moves this way or it's like this moves that way. And it's like, and you can start breaking down exercises and just, the physics of it from there and stuff like that and then even like what does it have to do in the grand scheme of things you know so just like i think it's a process of like thankfulness and humility for really uh going about how you delve into why our bodies are the way that they are hmm. yeah there's a a thing that i reflect on often is that the universality and biology of our physical world is just one of the most perfect, beautiful things. Um, oh, yeah. I think in existence, you know, um, how ecosystems exist, you know, how mm -hmm. they are symbiotic. Yeah. How, you know, I, I mean, for me, my favorite subjects 
I'm able to really continue to develop that process, that thought process of, wow, this really is a perfect, amazing, self-sustaining system. Wow. Oh, yeah. Um, have you ever heard of the term called Umwelt? Uh-uh. Um, it's a German word, and uh, it, it's in it's a part of evolutionary evolutionary biology that can explain um, how bees how our how biology um, senses things and how I'll, I'll come back to the bees <laughs> how um, how biology and our senses take in information about the environment and that creates our reality. Mm. So for bees, they have um, what it like a radar mm-hmm. ability, right? So they can only sense like, what is it? Vibrations and, and so a white flower to them, let's say we have a, a, a red rose. Let's say, I don't know. If, yeah, let's say we have a red rose. And to us, we see a red rose because of our sensory abilities, mm-hmm. because that's that's going to serve our survival. However, that all that information coming in for a bee, all they see see it quote unquote is um, nothing like what we perceive as a red yeah. rose. Okay, so. And when we think about that in like the age of technology, that's a huge wide open conversation. But when we think about it in the sense of that, it serves a very distinct purpose to keep us alive. Mm -hmm. It's really, I think it's just like a fascinating concept to be like, wow, I really need to feed and stimulate my body in a way that is um, reflect reflecting the nature of our physical body. Um, so it would be, you know, the an argument for not wearing shoes that often or going mm. outside barefoot. Mm-hmm. Like our body was meant to sense through our foot the gravitational forces. Gets you know part of part of our body using those forces is from the foot, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's, that, that's what that concept basically explains. And uh, yeah. Oof. Oh yeah. Oh. Let's talk about that more. Cause just like <laughs> when you start thinking about um, like say writing down everything that's sort of like essential to what makes a human a human, you know, and just mm-hmm. like um, I start thinking just like say in elementary school, you learn, that like oh yeah there's five common senses where in reality it just like you know it's a continuum of like of everything and it's like it's really hard to define things like that you know just like oh yeah there's like a muscular sense there's like some sort of weird I mean it's like there's a just the human body is like vastly complicated in that sense but it's like and beautiful in that like man we have we have so much like perceptional capability perception capabilities but in the end it just like say you know it's like there's like mantis shrimp that they can see like infrared spectrum Mm -hmm. and stuff like that it's like and we as humans it's like we can only see just like a very broad spectrum like the electromagnetic spectrum you know and it's just like you start realizing just like you know 
even though just like we could do some pretty cool things it just like there's a lot of things in creation that like and just in the world like animals that they could do a lot of things that we can't we can do a lot of cool things that you know they can't but just like that it's all that way for a reason you know and so mm-hmm. it's like when like that's the i don't know just like it's a very cool fascinating topic that like every day it just like i can like hear somebody tell me something it's like oh did you know like a, a praying mantis it's its eggs look like this and it's like it does and just like and you just start seeing like okay what are the commonalities between like us and animals and just like what does that all mean and how can we like reflect upon those things because just like in the end it's just like i would look at like all right so say genetically it just like me you bears you know like anything it's like it's just like we're we're pretty similar you know to start but like think about just like even like with our own genetic code just like even minor variations can like cause so much like differentiation you know like in reality and just like well you can either believe just like that like there was a common designer who made the blueprint for everything that looked that way and stuff like that so it just it's kind of one of those um there's so much depth and even getting into understanding of just like man there's like a lot of there's a lot of ways to to view all this and just like be like okay just like being you know seeing like those similarities and differences and like how they're important and relating to that you know it just it's such a cool topic. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, obviously, yeah. So, I think we have uh, some similarities in this, uh, you know, philosopher's mindset of, um, you know, always wanting to pick it apart, you know. And when I start going down that rabbit hole, for me, like time just disappears, and mm. I feel so in tune and. Um, being able to play in that intellect is just such a privilege, um, you know, because there's definitely a time in my life where I didn't have the space in my brain to do such things, to have intellectual playtime, right? Because mm-hmm. that's essentially what we've mentioned. Yeah. And, you know, seeing your right, re- reading your writing and seeing that you have books and have really done that type of work. Um, I think it's important to say that none of this is possible without physical well-being in my mm. in, in my experience in mm-hmm. my body. So um, you know the so can you kind of run down the the, the books that you have written and um, give us like a, a short synopsis? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my first book was called a uh, strong willed designed for a physical purpose. And um, it was really, um, you know, my name's William, but like, whenever I wrote it, I wasn't really thinking about like, um, I want to name the book after me. It's like, it was just, it's for the first time. It's like, I started thinking about like, what does it mean to have a will? You know, just like, you know, your own acts of volition. And what does that mean for like our own bodies and like how our character really and stuff like that. So before my son, uh, Rocky, before he was born, um, at the time I was going through some health issues. I have Crohn's disease. Uh, Crohn's disease. So, um, and at the time, I, I really wasn't doing too well and stuff like that. So I was just like, oh man, I had just got married and like, you know, it's like all this stuff going on. So, and I remember being bed rest for 
a while. And it just like, for me, it's just like, um, you know, I was an active guy, you know, at the time I was only 27. So just like, I want to be like, in case it's just like, I'm not here. It's like, I want kind of, I want my son to sort of like, know, to think, you know, just like, I started to think it's like, okay, I'm not a father yet, but like, how can I teach even somebody who is that I would view as like, you know, cause it's like, I view my, like my children is just like, I love them so much. And just like, you know, they're like my, my pals and my buddies, but just like, I, I want them to, I want to be a good teacher for, for them, you know, and like be responsible to that. So just like, that's when I, I first really started writing my, my thought, my thought process. So, and I started like, um, at the time, um, one thing I got really big to study in was, a, uh, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Yeah. So the, the foundation of that is physicality, you know, just like making sure it just like you have enough water, you're breathing, um, you know, almost the survival sort of things. And then on top of that is the, you know, your, the next step was like the emotional belonging. I know I'm not getting it exactly right, but then, you know, at the very top, it's like self-actualization. But I was just like, but having that realization, just like, you know what, if you're not on top of things physically, it's really hard to be on top of things spiritually, mentally, and any of those other areas. So just like, um, I kind of wrote about like the importance of just like, um, why you need to treat your body as like, because, you know, the, the whole thing with the Maslow's hierarchy is like, it's a temple structure. So it's easy to, for me to make like an analogy, to like, all right, of like your own human body of being like, um, a lot of times in scripture, you know, just like the the analogies of like your body is a temple, but what does that actually mean? So just like think with a temple, it's just like, you know, in a lot of religious contexts, it's just like they're places of worship. So just like, what do you do with a temple? You know, you want to keep them like functioning great, you know, swept clean, make sure the cobwebs are taken out. And I'll just like, and so much of about that is just like, I think in scripture we read like um about treating your body as a temple is more of like, okay, if if one of if one of my main functions as a human being is to worship God, it's just like I need to keep my own temple, you know, functioning of the highest of the utmost importance, you know. So just like, um, not only do you need to take care of things physically, whether it's just like training, eating healthy, sleeping right, and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but from that, if you get that foundation really good and set you know just like you can move up from there and being like okay and not really in a sense moving up because it's like it's all like physicality mentally all that stuff is like so intertwined that just like um it's you're you're concurrently working on each of those things at the same time and that's how it should be with training you know and say when you're younger and you first start like because it's like i you know when i first started lifting and kind of like getting stronger and stuff like that it was pretty much just based on like physicality, you know, just like, cause when I was 14, I only weighed a hundred pounds and, uh, I wasn't, what? I wasn't, Oh yeah. I wasn't very, you know, I was five, two, a hundred, 103 pounds. And then by the time I was a senior, I was five, five, but around 200 pounds. And just because it, it became something that became like just a, a part of my life. But, you know, just like my thoughts on like what I was doing, I didn't have like, when I was 14, I wasn't really thinking like, okay, how is this making me a better person? Or how is this like, you know, just like, it was just more based on those things. But the older and more mature you get, you start seeing how just like all that relates to one another and stuff like that. So kind of with, um, yeah, my first book, Strong Willed, 
um, I was just writing to, to my son. And then actually in that book, it was just like, I wrote it in about a month and everything. It's not a huge book. It's like around 150 pages, but you know, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a pretty good quick read and everything, but just like, I mean, I kind of wrote in a sense, like, um, how would I teach my son some of these things and stuff like that? And then, you know, years later, it's just like, I, last year I came out with another book called uh, Standing Ourselves. And it really was kind of taking some of my, um, furthering my thoughts and that, you know, of being like, okay, if I were to really go from the beginning of like, what do I want to teach um, my children where to start their own thought process and everything, you know? So just like the, the title, I really don't like the more I've thought about it. It's kind of, it almost sounds like standing ourselves, you know, like kind of, oh, we're in this on our own, you know, but it just like, um, when I talk about it, you know, just like it makes more sense. So it, it goes back to that one thing we we're talking about, like withstanding, overstanding, understanding, um, and how you view the body and just history and things like that, you know? Um, so standing ourselves, I kind of, um, when I started writing even that series of books, it's called like the Understanding Strength Project. At first I was writing just one book and then I realized I was like, once I got to like closer to 600 pages, I was like, huh. no one's going to like take the time to read a 600 page book. So I ended up breaking into two and then the Standing Ourselves came out first just because it was um, more about like the thought process part. And then the one I just came out with um, Why You Should Exercise, Eat Healthy and Die Anyway is more about um, really reflecting on just like how humans were created by God and what that means for like our life right now and stuff like that. And just like, um, and what that has to do with like every little thing, whether you're like, cause it's like, think about with um, one thing that all humans have in common is that they have a body, you know, it's obvious enough, but just like the, the sad thing is just like a lot of people don't really, take the time to reflect on why that's so so just like um even for like you know me and you just like us seeing like the understanding of like oh yeah it's just like there's something deeper to just um to working out than just like by having a good bod or you know just like Mm -hmm. thinking you look you know like good or like or having like there's something more to just like oh yeah claiming that just like oh i can bench 500 pounds now or something like that you know just like Mm -hmm. about thinking about like what does that mean for like my character you know, and just like, how is, it doesn't matter how many, how many new muscles or what, and it not, you know, I strengthen, it's like, it's not, I'm not really using it to help my family or to help better those around me and stuff like that. So just like with why you should exercise, heal, eat healthy and die anyway, I started thinking about like, um, the works we actually do in this world today has eternal significance. You know, so just like whether the act of you like um, bringing someone close to you like flowers or, you know, whether just like you're, you know, if somebody like, you know, it's like because, you know, when you're strong and stuff like that, there's a lot of times where like people will ask you like, hey, do you think you help me move or you think you can like, you know, do something? You'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm strong. Or it's like and that like that you have the capability within you to like, oh, yeah, I can be a better servant just because I'm stronger. You know, just like say at church, you ever seen like the memes of like, you know, a adolescent church boy, like holding four folding chairs in each arm and like to impress like the girls around him and stuff like uh, that. You know? So just like, 
but when you think about like you know what it just like um with our bodies it just like that's how any act of service involves like a body you know your own body and stuff like that so it's like when you work at like okay how can i um what if your thought process is just like i want to be a better servant what does that mean you know there's ways to think better about it like mentally or just like oh yeah i could be a more of a caring person caring person you know and like think different ways about it emotionally but then also just like the the practicality of just like oh yeah if i want to be a better servant i need to have a body that's physically capable of being that you know mm. so just like um writing writing about like how can anyone whether you're a sunday school teacher whether you're a a plumber whether you work at your computer just like how can anybody really think about their own body because just like everybody just like says so many different you know everybody wears so many different hats in their life and stuff like that you know rarely does anybody have like oh yeah my job is just i work here you know just like mm-hmm. they go home they're a dad how can i be a better dad you know or how can i be a better husband because just like and thinking about like just the the actual functional parts about that you know just like you know one thing it's like I love that I'm able to do it just like I can surprise my wife and just pick her up, you know, off her feet and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm mm-hmm. thankful that just like I have a body that's strong enough to, to do those things and not make it a big deal and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or with my kids, I'm like, I'm thankful that just like, Oh yeah, they, I'm glad they have a dad that, you know, we can wrestle together and, you know, get like all have a lot of fun, you know? So just like, I think, you know, getting, um, having that training mentality, and getting stronger, you know, it's just like, it's, um, it's so integral to like who we are as, as humans, you know, there's a theologian, his name's a uh, Jürgen Moltmann. Mm-hmm. And he has a quote that like, um, uh, it's a really simple quote, but just like, um, I have it hanging up on my wall. It's that health is defined as the strength to be human. Mm. And, you know, just like, I think about that, just like, okay, just like, what does health really mean and how do I really define it? Cause it's just like, some people look at health as like a minimal definition, just like not being sick, but just like, what about like, what is thriving health? Like if I'm like a really like, if you can look at someone it's like, you know, that person's healthy and stuff like that. It's just like, you're usually just like, they have a, a different walk about them or a different glow about them and stuff like that. So just mm-hmm. like, when I think about like the strength to be human, it's just like, Oh yeah, they're a, they're a cool human. They could do a lot of, great things and stuff like that and that's Mm -hmm. the thing with just like that there's so much variability and just like even just those around you you know and stuff like that that you know even even with so much similarities like most people you know are well scratch that so just like even just looking at like the the similarities between humans and stuff like that but just Mm -hmm. like that there i mean we can all everybody has their own strengths and everybody can do these things and everybody can work on those things. So just like, it's really cool that just like that we're designed in a way that we can train ourselves to be mm. better and do better things, you know? So just like the training mentality is like, sometimes I've really, um, I've really tried to be intentional with teaching my children. And it just mm. like, and it's cool. Like with, you know, as a family, just like um, being able to to every day talk about those things, you know, just like mm-hmm. kind of, you know, in a sense, like hanging on, like put them on the door frames of your home, meaning that like that it's something that we talk about all the time, or it's like, we're trying to like find ways to, to relate to, you know, it's like, and that training process, it's um, that mindset 
I mean, it's, it's big, you know, it's like, and I want to share that with like more, more people and those around me. Cause it's like, it can really influence and make your life healthier, you know? Absolutely. Um, the, the amount of respect that you are sharing for the, you know, the connectedness of movement and health and providing essentially, um, and being a better human and father is, it's, it's absolutely rare. So that that's really what got my attention. And then secondarily, I got what got my debt also got, well, I'd say that was secondary to, um, the visuals that you provide on Instagram for hmm. the respect that you have for the forces of exercise. Yes. Yep. Yes. Which is, gosh, nothing, you know, could, it's just so exciting to experience exercise in this, I would say it's an exalted version of strength mm. training, what you can gather um, and practice with understanding mechanics and understanding forces. Um, so, you know, that's obviously part of your programming, mm -hmm. right? Do you cover some of that in your books? Yes. And cool. just, you know, so just like <laughs> with thinking about, um, well, first off, um, for me, I'm a resist, um, mastery level resistance training specialist, which mm -hmm. is just means that just, um, I find value in like viewing life through a paradigm of force. Well, you, that's not a simple test. That's not just a, oh. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah, not too many people hold that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, just like, um, and what's kind of cool about even the, the whole RTS type stuff and everything like that, I really didn't know, I didn't even know who Tom Purvis was until um, 2016. Uh, before that, um, I, I had a gym called Strong Gym, um, and I had that for about eight years and then, like, sold it in 2016 just to focus more on, like, uh, riding and just, I don't know, kind of having a gym can be sometimes, like, its own thing. Yeah, it's, yeah like management's not. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, I remember watching this video of uh, Tom, and he was breaking, you know, since I'm a powerlifter, he was breaking down uh, the squat. I think, yeah, that's mm -hmm. what it was. And he was talking about moment arms and stuff like that. And for me, I had um, one of my, um, at the gym, um, one of my co-owners, Matt Reynolds, he uh, he was uh, what's called a starting strength coach. And that's mm -hmm. kind of like barbell coaching. And like, now he's like the, the owner of Barbell Logic. And it's just like, it's kind of just about like using the, the barbell as a tool, but like applying it to just different people who want to get stronger in that that way you know and everything mm -hmm. so just like so i had a i had a an understanding of moment arms and stuff like that because that's what uh the starting spring program it's like they talked a lot a lot about but when i started seeing tom how he taught it i was just like man this is a completely different perspective and at the time it just you know since i didn't have a gym and everything like that but it was one of those things that just like you know I'm a, I'm a thinker and it's just like i have a i like to i don't know really try to to be to get to the depth of things and just like man after i heard tom and just like i started listening more of him i'm just like oh my gosh it just like he had a a lot of cool ways to put things and just like a different way of thinking about the 
just the body that like in some ways it just like I felt like I was already on a on a road to but whenever I saw like how he was talking about internal performance external performance you know just like it it gave me like a new way to be like um to think about like respecting the body and stuff like that so immediately it's like I I went I got in um I ended up doing some like uh, the I think it's like the RTS one two three classes in um there's a guy named Greg Killian in Texas that I went for uh, one one week and a month for three months and everything like that. Um, and after I did that, I was just like, um, and I want to go see the Yoda. And I was like, oh, and then I found out, I was like, oh, he lives in Oklahoma City, which isn't that far from me. And then um, I did the mastery program and um, I just got them one done after the other. And then after the last module, just like, I was just like, oh yeah, I want to get tested in this just because I really... It, for me testing and just like i don't even have a personal training certification or any other things like that for me testing was just like because i really respected like tom and and what what he was doing and everything like that so i was just like if it was the the first thing that i ever felt compelled to be in like um you know i, I want to get um I, I see a lot of value in this and everything like that so it's like i went i went further did the mastery um test with him and you know it was, it was great and just like and I, I just get um I still get like goosebumps just like kind of thinking about just like oh man I, I feel like I got like a secret knowledge of like of exercise you know sort of thing and everything like that just because it's just like having really gaining that thought process and like kind of solidifying down and even tying it into like the other things I do with like uh with my other writing you know just like it's been invaluable and it's just like I'm very grateful for um, for being in that position and everything. So just like, um, so basically with, um, my thoughts on like, um, RTS and forces and stuff like that, just like, is I start being like, okay, any modality of exercise you're doing, whether it's Pilates, yoga, uh, strength training, whether it's just walking your dog down the street, you know, just like there's forces involved and just like, and that's, that's how, that's just how the world is. It's like, it's, you know, we're created, like, our bodies are created to deal with forces, and just, like, so there's so many, like, in the world that just, like, we're always dealing with, like, external forces, but our bodies, you know, have been gifted with these internal force producers, and, and just, like, thinking about that's, like, really cool, because just, like, it's, like, okay, I have all these little engines throughout my body that allow me to do things, whether it be serve people, whether it be, you know, do this, whether it just be to get strong, and stuff like that, and, um, so it's like your own body's telling a story of like, um, of why you're designed to be strong and useful and stuff like that. So just like, um, I guess applying that to my passion for being like, okay, um, right now, just like one of the, one, one of my main, my jobs and stuff like that, just like, I'm a, I'm a trainer, you know, just like, and people come to me and just like, um, for wanting to get stronger and healthier and it just like and learning how to apply that just to, to different bodies whether you're like a 14 year old who's a quarterback or whether you're 84 and like you know on a walker just like how can i appropriately apply um appropriately allow somebody else's like internal force producers to like to navigate and um you know impose external forces upon them you know and stuff like that so just mm -hmm. like it's 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 exciting it's like it's puzzle solving you know just like it's kind of um 
thinking through things and then also talking like with your own clients about just, uh, man, isn't it cool how like your quads are designed in this way and just like in this machine we have right here, just like it's a, and, you know, and talking through those things, just like that, you know, like even having somebody helping them understand like resistance profiles or strength profiles and what it means to their own life and stuff like that. You know, just like it's something that, man, it's it's a cool job. You know, I'm really thankful to to be able to do it. I mean, it's a um, it, once you enter in that perspective, you you see the you see the whole entire world differently. I feel mm. like understanding, you know, how physics is a part of our life is. Um, it's just something that has changed my whole view on training, how I teach clients, mm. how I, how I'm, um, and like the motivation isn't even a factor, um, for my inter-client, inter-session conversations. I mostly do muscle activation techniques, yeah. which is in the, in, in in the realm the, of yeah it's you know it's mechanical yeah it's it's because our job is to create more essentially mechanical ability for the muscle mm. um from a sensing uh from a sensing place so if the muscle has a um i want to i use the word dampened to mm-hmm. explain why someone needs their muscle activated right like yeah yeah um yeah because like the feed is dampened and that creates a situation where you the the body doesn't have as much access to the muscle in a mechanical tensile way and therefore produces less force is less supportive and potentially um a uh you know making fertilizing the ground for an injury or Mm. some type of chronic thing and all of this all of this all of this only matters because every single movement every single breath every single uh interaction with the physical world is training our body is training our mind and our brain all at the same time and i i've learned um from uh, a teacher that's that was pretty aligned with RTS and MAT and is not anymore. His name's Jacques. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yep. I've taken. He was one of the first. That was one of the first teachers I had in this whole thing. Um, mm. So I started. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I started taking these classes in 2009, and I was I was I was a young trainer, um, and I'm really glad I didn't have to like undo a lot of you know, really crappy models from the fitness education industry. Because mm. I've seen some of our colleagues, essentially, like, yeah. they just, they have to unlearn a bunch of stuff, because none of it comes in the context of physics, okay? Mm. And, like, how Tom presents it, mm-hmm. um, e- even if I'm doing it justice, right, by saying that. Um, <laughs> and uh, one of the things I, I've learned and have carried with me over a decade is that our brain and our mind and our muscles um 
they're just it's just a continuum and it's Mm, it's always like growing and and networking is the is a good word to use with Mm. um how we move about the world and you know neuroplasticity is kind of a new term if in in the scientific community Mm -hmm. um because it's you know not a new term it's um I'm currently writing about this right now. So this is why it's fresh. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, it was termed like probably 100 years ago. But the term neuroplasticity has been studied and put under the scientific rigor a lot in the last 15 years. And when you when that word is presented, it sounds like, you know, plastic is uh, they're using plastic to say that there's a change that can happen neurologically. Mm. And I think that is a misnomer because I what's actually happening is all these like endless networking connections throughout the whole body, throughout the whole mind. And who knows how big the mind is or where oh, it even yeah. ends or starts. It's like, whoa. Um, <laughs> and uh you know, being able to share that with my clients, it's just beyond motivation. You know, it's just beyond our, it's beyond counting. That's for sure. It's beyond, um, and you know, it, it, like you said, like being able to take your client, put them on the leg extension machine. And one, you don't have to apologize for it to be like boring because it is so stimulating. Mm -hmm. We are stimulating the muscles that are majorly involved with holding you up against gravity. Like how cool is that? Like let's work on those, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And then even again, like that thought process of like, even if you have somebody on leg extension being like thankful for like, Oh yeah. Aren't you, isn't it cool that you actually are able to do this? And like, and what does that like, what does that mean for like the rest of your life? You know, I think it's just like kind of having, um, I remember Jock, um, I, I like watching some of his videos, but he talks a lot about like, um, having, um, that level of like that mentality of like thankfulness, even when you're training. Cause just like, think about just like your own intent and just like the way, why you're, why you're even lifting or squatting or doing whatnot, you know, just like your intent behind it, you know, just like really physiologically is doing some changes and some really cool things, you know? So just like getting to that understanding of just like, okay, when you're in the gym and just like, um, and whether, and when you're not in the gym, physically you're training something all the time. Like me just sitting in this computer chair right now, just like in a sense, it just like, it's getting some stimulus of like, oh yeah, I'm going to sit up every now and then, or just like, oh yeah, I need to stand, you know, whatnot and stuff like that. So just like, when you start thinking about just like, okay, your body, you're always training, whether you are intentional about it or not and stuff like that. So just like, and that carries other to area, other areas of your life. Like I've heard, uh, you know, some people just like, you know, just the way we work out our own muscles in the gym and just like, think about like, what if people were like that with working their moral muscles or, you know, with like working, like, you know, using that analogy for like other aspects of your character and stuff like that. So, so just like say, what if people took the time to be like, all right, um, I want to train my thankfulness today. So I'm going to, I'm going to make sure this week, every day, I'm going to bring a coffee to my wife 
every day or something like that. Or what if like, um, oh yeah, my kids, I'm, I'm working busy hours this week. It's just like, maybe I can be intentional with like, all right, I'm going to train myself to be, to be open to them for at least 15 minutes. You know, I'm just using examples of, you know, but you know, just like with, with really thinking and having that thought process and being aware about it. Cause it's just like, you know, that's one of the things we're just like, think about when one thing you learn in the gym and just like that um, is focus. So just like live really living in each and every rep you're doing and stuff like that. But I mean, that takes a lot of intention. You know, it, it can be like, sometimes it's just like just doing a set of five, of something really controlled. It, it you know, kind of what you were talking about earlier, just like that. It almost feels like time stops in a sense and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So just like, with getting, um, with every little bit of your, of your life and thinking about just like, okay, what is it I'm training myself to do, to do more of right now, you know, cause it's like really in the end, it just like, um, you are what you train and stuff like that. So just like, if I, if I want to be a better husband, a better dad, a better, you know, whatnot, you know, just like, you need to train to be so and everything like that. So just like thinking about like how that, okay, how that thought process just works for exercise, you know, and stuff like that. So just like, okay, I want to train my body to uh, be more resilient just with dealing with my everyday forces and stuff like that. And then just like kind of helping people, you know, and your clients think through those things, you know, just like, okay, just like, how are you training right now to, to be better at your own works or to be better, just like feeling more comfortable in your own body? And stuff like that you know so just like it's that that training mindset you know just like it just it can really go out to every area of a person's life you know so just like and then like training you know just like to I think the training thankfulness is a is a big part because just like it really does like um it, it really does just bleed over into all areas of your life mm. um yeah. I mean, would you say that you are able to align with your clients in, in such a way? Like, can, um, is this a, a prerequisite, this kind of conversation before somebody gets involved with you, like professionally? Um, you know, it's, so just like before somebody like, I train anybody. I don't, I kind of just get a feel for like how people are. Cause it's like, sometimes it's like, I might have like a, a girl who's coming in to train that I can tell just like off the bat, you know, just like, uh, she's not very like, uh, she doesn't think this way at all and stuff like that. And, um, and I don't want to like really force anybody to like, kind of, Hey, how's it going, Carol? Come on in. You know, just like that. Um, every day it's like, you know, it's like, I really play off by like, what I'm sensing, what somebody needs. And hopefully I'm like, I'm just praying and, you know, it's like, Oh, hopefully it's like, I, I did all right with them whenever they came in, you know, cause like sometimes people come in and it's like, I could just tell just like, they are probably the last thing they want to do is come to the gym that day. So I'm just like, hopefully this can be like a, a point of encouragement for them. And they'll like, they'll leave feeling better than when they first got there, you know, cause just like, but then I have other clients who are very like, off the bat they may like just know a little bit about me and then it's like i'm like oh shoot 
let's do this, you know? So it's like, but rarely it just like, do I like kind of a, so this is, this is what we're going to be doing. And then like kind of, kind of getting someone there off the bat. It's kind of like, I sort of sense what, um, and just from talking with them kind of like, okay, what are, what are their own goals? Um, Mm -hmm. And is this appropriate even right now? Cause it's just like, sometimes, you know, just getting somebody to be like, uh, all right, I want you on this next rep being like, really like, they may be like, think I'm crazy or something, like, you know? So just like kind of with getting to getting people to that point. Cause it's just like, I think some people like, um, cause you know, I'm, I'm a pretty happy guy and everything like that. I'm, I have a lot of, you know, to be, you know, I like smiling and stuff like that, you know? So it's just like, sometimes it's just like with people just like, oh yeah, okay. This guy is like, and I'm, and I'm pretty consistent. So just like mm-hmm. that rarely would somebody come in and be like, oh, and I think that just being a trainer, it's kind of like that. Cause like most people, it's like, I would say with like a good trainer, just like that the start, people start realizing like, oh yeah, this person compared to a lot of other people in my life is consistent like mood wise and stuff like that. And I think that's like a lot of trainers sort of have to adapt to kind of be like that way anyway, you know, just like kind of consistent and not just in mood, but like in other aspects of their character. So, cause most people would, I would say a general consensus is just like most people would view like a, a personal trainer as someone who is disciplined or someone who is like, Oh yeah, knows this and stuff like that. So it's like they kind of, and having those people in your life, you know, just like a, can, allow you like say if, if you're if that's not something somebody is natural to do it just like it can be maybe allow them to somewhat try to mimic or you know whatnot and stuff yeah I mean I tend to think that you know we are able in this day and age especially with how much you've put into the the writing and and developing a you know, more than a thesis, like this is a philosophy, um, that, you know, you're, you're able, one is able to attract, um, like the medicine that you hold for Mm. whatever interaction that you have, you know, Mm-hmm. Um, because like through your stuff, I've, I've learned that you, um, hold a ministry, um, I don't know what to, like a, a certification, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and that when you can, you know, attract, like, like people are going to be attracted to, I, I like the word medicine for that because, you know, we're all on a journey right? We're all in this body. And we end up with people that are either like healing, they can perpetuate the opposite, you know, they're a lesson to be learned. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, I would, I would, I would, I would put some more, uh, I would give you some more credit in that uh, uh, category, because I'm sure people are perceiving much more than oh that dude looks consistent that dude looks like he's been working out for 20 years oh shucks thanks jen (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know it is um i try to um with the gym right now that i uh you know i got a garage gym at home and everything and yeah that's fun to look at too (laughs) oh yeah 
And for me, that, that's been a, a big thing for like uh, the kids. Cause just like mm-hmm. that nigh right now, like time-wise, it's like we homeschool also and everything. So uh, Nye trains like every morning and if say Rocky, he's six and he's kind of, I probably said that so many times right now. <laughs> I just look, mm-hmm. you know, I like saying their names, but uh, you know, with, if he wakes up early, you know, just like he'll usually go and like, Oh yeah, I got to train too, mom and stuff like that and start his own thing and everything, you know? Um, and at the gym right now I'm working out of a anytime fitness that I'm getting ready to, to buy and make my own thing just cause oh, no big having, deal. A, having a franchise is, <laughs> is, uh, but you know, so it's like, I'm starting a gym called a created a strength and health training center. So, um, Ooh. and I want to call it that cause it's just like, uh, say, um, when I was coming up with a name, um, at first I was like, I thought of like some very like professional, I was going to call the strength and health training center. But then I thought, I was like, man, that doesn't, that sounds a little arrogant. Like this is the strength and health training center. So I was just like, what if I called it, um, and and the name created actually already had in my head, but I wasn't sure I was going to do that, but I decided I was going to do it. Um, but I was like, uh, what if I say a strength and health training center and then kind of like letting people know, just like, you know what, it just like, you know, what makes this gym different than others? It's like, uh, really not a lot. It's just like, you can get strong anywhere or any other gym and stuff like that. So it's like, I want to be purposeful. It's like, I think making it like, this is a strength and health training center. It's just a little more shows a little more humility and that like, um, you know what, if people want to come to, to the gym, to my new, to my gym and just like that oh yeah it's like this is, will be the thought process behind it and just like you could come here but just like i know there's people who like you know you can get strong in in your garage if you wanted to mm-hmm. and everything like that but you know it's like the cool thing about my place is like i just got neat tools and whatnot you know <laughs> and everything but um kind of um thinking through that and just like that um I like allowing people to have those, that opportunity. Cause just like, I can look at it for, with my own children, you know, just like that. I, I really enjoy having a, a gym at home also, just cause it's like, they're growing up as if that's normal and everything. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a, that's a big deal. Cause it just like, I, um, when I grew up, you know, just like, I remember I have vague memories of when I was, seven years old uh, of like me and my three brothers like my mom took us to this one place and it's like we went inside and just like there's like people lifting weights and it's like we had to switch out the car my dad was there and stuff like that and that was the first time I saw a gym Mm. Um, but then after that it just like you know I remember that night going home and you know my dad he he worked nights a lot and stuff like that so but I remember just like besides seeing him like oh my dad he he has a gym membership or something like that. Besides that, it wasn't like kind of a, a lesson to be learned at home or anything like that. Or it's like, it wasn't like part of like our family conversations or anything like that, you know? And that would be like years later, just like I would find in like the garage, like my dad had this old like concrete bench press sort of thing. And just sort of like, Hey dad, can I pull that out and mess with it? And he's like, Oh yeah, sure. You know? And it's like, and kind of mm-hmm. like learning those things where it's just like, where with my own kids, I was just like, you know, I want to be, um, I want to have that just as a more normal part of life Mm. and just like and if I have that with my own children just like teaching others how they can have like that as a more normal part of theirs their lives because it's just like I know for me I love this stuff I love like uh 
the cool little bits of every little detail about exercise, but most people just like, are not like that, you know? So just like, how can I give um, others and help them think of like how all that kind of ties into like, you know, to their own life and whatnot, you know? Yeah. Being able to provide a physical space like that is pretty amazing. Uh, wow. Um, and I know from my years as in athletic training, working with younger people. Yeah. That, um, and we're, you know, inter interacting with their parents that those beliefs about the body come directly from mom and dad. Like, yeah. I, I, I can see it. And um, something I'm also studying and writing about is pain, pain neuroscience and Oh yeah, that's really um, cool. Yeah, well, if um if mom has pain, you're like the 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 child is I think about sixty percent more likely to have chronic pain. Oh, what really? Mm -hmm. Man, that's I, a big that's, deal. That makes sense. Yeah, so there's some studies that they've done pain neuroscience research uh, or education mm -hmm. for middle schoolers, and then they have done follow-up observational um, surveillance and data collection on the use of, uh, you know, uh, NSAIDs and the kids who learn about how their, how the biology of pain works on a very, like, um, analogy-based level, right? Like, just learning that the body has an alarm system. Yes, just that kind of stuff, like very metaphorical kind of education. Will they, these kids end up having less sports injuries in, in like the two year follow up studies? Like it's, oh, wow. it's so, yeah, I mean, they're, yeah. So, but on the other side of that, I've, I've been like the, you know, providing injury care for a lot of younger athletes. And mm -hmm. I, you'd be shocked how just watching, the interaction of the parent and the child while the child has like some type of pain is really interesting just to see like how much they are holding the same beliefs and this they yeah. see it the same way oh, Oof, yeah. because like you know you know I mean you you know running around and having um hiking trips with your kids like we were talking about this at the beginning like the resilient factor um, resilience factor that, you know, they can bounce off stuff. They're yeah. <laughs> like really indestructible little things, you know, because they don't have like the force capabilities and their, their tendons and their ligaments are not as tense. Yeah. Right. Yep. And they have these bodies that can fold because their bones aren't right. They're not the same as an adult structure. And like the fact that like there's kids like in their, and 12 years old with like chronic heel pain. Yeah. Is really strange. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so, and I've had conversations about like, you know, um, what it means that a 12 year old might have chronic pain, but has no injury. And the look that I get from their parents is just like, you know, I, I'm, I'm some kind of space commander and I'm just not even <laughs> in, in like, 
in the same reality that they are. Yeah. And it's, it's really wild. So like what I was basically, the whole point is like, wow, it's amazing to like be able to provide that space, that, that leadership, that ownership of Mm. health is just so amazing. Um, I'd love to just wrap this up. I mean, I wouldn't love to wrap it up. I'd love to keep going, but, um, (laughs) um, can you give me like a, uh, a, like a sneak peek into what kind of equipment and toys you might be acquiring and installing? Oh yeah. So, um, the gym that I'm at right now, just like, I've kind of, um, you know, it, it just, uh, it's been an anytime fitness, but mm-hmm. I've kind of just made it the, the owner right now. She is awesome. And she's like, I'm real thankful for her. Um, that she's allowed me just to kind of create my own dojo in the past four years that it just like, it's, it's actually probably, I mean, I'm, I'm sure if corporate were to <laughs> come look at it, be like, Oh, what'd you guys do to the place? Cause it's like, I I've made it like my own, like, you know, I have a lot of different tools and stuff like that and everything. So I got um, a couple of great squat racks that, you know, you can do a different, you know, whatever you want on it, but machine wise, it's just like, I've tried to, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff that is similar to my trip to Mecca when I go to Oklahoma City, you know, Tom Purvis, the focus on fitness place that I have a lot of uh, equipment very similar to his, his that's like, I've been able to just tweak stuff and everything like mm-hmm. that. And it's kind of being like, okay, how can I have like, um, how can I make certain machines work better and stuff like that? You know, so it's like, I got a lot of Cybex equipment, a lot, a lot of different Nautilus. Um, I got a training table there right now and everything mm-hmm. that's like usually just like I'll be able to do like um start people off there and just kind of like okay um kind of just do it like a joint by joint approach and everything like that mm-hmm. you know um a lot of different cardiac equipment and stuff like that um that I don't know just like but I mean really the, the main thing is just like the resistance training stuff and like kind of it's like a lot of um say with like most of the people who are, who go to the gym right now, just like, they probably wouldn't really, I mean, they may like, I'll, I'll, if I can, it's like, I usually try to be like, Oh, dude, you try the seatbelt on this leg extension thing. And they may be like, Oh man, that works better, dude. You know? So just like, um, there's a lot of little things that just like, I have the type of, um, I guess, personality that just like, I can be like non-confrontational. And like, whenever I share something like, I think school with somebody that mm-hmm. they may be like, Oh, dude, that that is a different way to put it, you know, or something like that. So just like, um, you know, for instance, I have a, a friend who uh, he used to. I mean, he's a big, big, strong Irish guy. He's like three fifty, but very muscular and everything like that. And he was with me back in like whenever I used to have strong gym and stuff like that. And he just started to come up to the gym that I have now. And it's like, you know, it's say when I had strong gym, it was pretty much like our main tool, our main variable is barbells. And learning how to use that and stuff like you know, whereas now I'm just kind of like, oh yeah, I just got a bigger toolbox and everything like that, mm. and learning the value of those things and just like, and that's something that's just like he was he was the type of guy that he could bench press 500 pounds, but he also tore his pec and everything like that, you know, just like kind of learning some things like even for somebody being so strong in those standards, it's just like having parts of their body that just like, um, oh man, you know, like that I could tell could be really like a, I don't know like not encouraging to like, oh, why, 
if I if I'm so strong, how come my pecs keeps on doing tweaking or doing all these things? Mm-hmm. So it's like he's really appreciated like at the gym, like that I've been able to have a lot of different cool cool toys that just like he's able to be like, you know, I can see like the the thought process you have like behind like everything you have here, Will. You know, just like and so that I mean that's that's a lot of like what I have at the gym right now, you know, just like mm-hmm. kind of being very intentional with like, okay, I got this here for this and this, you know. Yeah. I um yeah, I love equipment. Oh <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's um a really you know, I'll never stop telling people that it's an underutilized tool in our industry. Yes. Um, you know, they're not so in, in chic right now because of like, there's a lot of, you know, restrictions. Mm Um, I'm in a, you know, I'm kind of in a city, uh, urban area. So it's, you know, we really feel that. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah. But, um, the the amazing thing is um that feeling the effort that goes into like a really good well-designed set Uh, is nothing i'm going to be i mean do you know how many podcast episodes i've talked about that like i don't know how i'm you know i'm never going to stop talking about it like it is just one of the juiciest things about it's like a sunrise to me yeah (laughs) uh um well i have to run do you have any parting words for our wonderful international audience we have a huge um they're from they're all we have people from all over the world tuning in and um because like you know fitness is uh we all have a body right so oh yeah um man thanks for uh listening guys um if you want to find out more about me um me and my wife have a website called strengthandjoy.co that's .co not .com um also on like instagram it's like a my instagram handle is w underscore mcneely well, my dad's scots irish but <laughs> you know so it's like um w underscore m-c-n-e-e-l-y um but yeah you could check me out there um look at some of my books nice like that and i think you'd find that pretty fun and um, yeah, I guess that'd be it. Yeah, I mean, well, they are, you know, I, I think it's just such a needed thing. And it's not a, just about Christianity. It's and, and, and in the language of it, you know, you mm. really speak in that beautiful universal language of yeah. respect and love and training and like how the training mindset really goes into it. But um you know, it's a beautiful thing to tap into like these old stories and like scripture. And it's a, it's just a, such a rare thing to see the two things aligned. So I'm, I'm just over the moon about it and being able to share it. So thank you. Oh yeah. Thank you, Jen. Okay, guys, thank you so much for hanging in here for this conversation. It was indulgent for me to be able to connect with him in this way and so another thank you to William I just really enjoyed that and I would love for him to come back if there's any of these guests that you guys want to hear from again let me know like I am so open to having repeat guests because I think 
what's important to recognize is that this is not your typical podcast about fitness where we just talk about how great each other are and like you know how great it is to uh, watch people you know achieve things like that's part of it but it's also ongoing conversations about the nuances of training so if there's a guest uh, that you want to hear from again great let me know reach out on Instagram, I'm at Jennifer Simone Schwartz, Jennifer underscore Simone underscore Schwartz, or on the Think Fit Be Fit podcast website, Facebook, Instagram, all the things. Send me a message. I can't wait to hear from you guys. And again, thank you so much for being here this week. I appreciate you. I appreciate your messages. And maybe I could appreciate your reviews. I haven't, we haven't received one in months. So please head on over to iTunes and hit the five stars. Write something really quick about what you're learning, why you think it's a different podcast or, you know, whatever. Just say it's great. I don't, it, it, anything would be just amazing. <laughs> I uh, really look forward to that. Um, have a wonderful week and a wonderful uh, winter solstice and uh, happy holidays.